Hello, welcome to this week's episode of The Fitness Solution. Now, I am really excited to bring you today's episode or this week's episode because I was able to jump on the phone last week with one of the Fitness Collective members. Her name's uh, Debbie, Deborah, and she's just phenomenal. She, we go into everything and she epitomizes what the Fitness Collective stands for, what online coaching stands for, and I'm so glad that she feels like she's found a space in which she can express herself figure out fitness, she's learning how to start and succeed, and everything in between. She's a serial yo-yo dieter, and what I think, where I think this episode is going to really resonate with you is because it's a story that I'm sure you can relate to. It's a story that I'm sure you recognize when you hear her talk about who she is and what she does, and the struggles that she's gone through, and now how she's on the other side of it, and what that looks like, and how she's continuing to move forward. Um, in the episode, we talk about her husband's 50th birthday, which has now happened, and they had a great time, so that's wonderful as well. Uh, it really was just such a wonderful conversation, and it really did just make me smile for a very long time, and I really hope that the episode does that for you as well. If you listen to this and you want to find out more about my online coaching, then all you have to do is head to www.thegymstarter.com and just have a look around the website. It's all on there, the Fitness Collective, one-to-one online coaching, which I'm accepting applications right now. Just head to my website and fill that out and I'll get in touch about how we might be able to work together. So enjoy the episode. I hope you um, enjoy spending time with Debbie as much as I did and I will see you on the other side. Hello and welcome to The Fitness Solution. On the other end of the line, I've got a wonderful human being. Uh, she is a member of The Fitness Collective, uh, which brings me so much joy to say. Um, and her name is Deborah. So how are you, Deborah? Not bad, thank you. Do you, do, what is it, Deborah, a, Deb, a, Debbie, Debs? It's Debbie. Debbie, Debbie. 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 there we go. Cross with me. Cross with me, it's Deborah. Right, okay, I'll bear that in mind. Uh, and your middle name, in case I have to middle name you, in case I'm really cross with you? <laughs> oh, Anne. Okay, Deborah Anne, there we go. I'll, I'll keep that in oh, mind. Oh, God, that is, that's angry. angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and like... It's so, uh, yeah, like, like with Ahmed's um, podcast, we were just talking about, this is that awkward yes. moment where we pretend we haven't been chatting for five minutes and having a cup of tea with each other. Um, the, yeah, yeah uh, we're just on here to chat, chew the fat, see what I can help you with, see what you found, see what's working, what's not working, where we can direct you. And I know you was on the weekly coaching call last night and so I, I was blown away by what you said last night. I was so tr- proud of you and so incredibly inspired by what you had to say. It's, it's put a smile on my face all day long. Um, what happened That's last night, and I'm sure we'll get into it in this podcast. Um, and yeah, so it's just a bit more personal, a bit more one-to-one, a bit more, you know, it's really gets to the nitty and, and you can ask me everything and anything you want. I have no filter, which I'm sure you're aware of. Um, <laughs> and, and likewise, you know, like I, I just want to, by the end of this call, I just want to make sure that you are even more comfortable in the fitness collective, even more comfortable trying to communicate with me, any worries, concerns or anything like that. And the, you know, any nagging issues you've got in the back of your mind that we can just iron it out and get you onto a clear, clear path. How does that sound? Yeah, good. Good. To Perfect. Me. So fire away. What's, uh, what, who is Deborah and what's been happening? Debbie, Debs. <laughs> Debbie. I've forgotten already. <laughs> Debbie. <Go on>. Debran. <laughs> um, 
I suppose I've always been on a diet. As I said last night, my life yeah. has been probably one one long diet. I've how have you found that? Really. Like, how did you oh, get exhausting. into? How did you get exhausting. into that? And what was the experience of it all? Talk us I through. I suppose. I don't suppose I had a great diet when I was a child. I suppose my parents did try to vary my meals, but I think I was quite stubborn, and in the end, they gave up. Um, gave up. Um, I'm an only child, so um, I was probably rather overindulged or something. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but I think my relationship with food has always been oh horrible. Really, you know, I I love food. I love eating. I love eating. I love drinking. I love everything about putting food, food in your mouth into my belly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, and sometimes it gets a bit out of control, not, not in, in so much as like I would eat and be sick or anything like that. It was nothing, okay. nothing like anything like that. Yeah. Um, I would just think, who cares what I eat? Why, why should I care what I eat? So right. I just have whatever I want. So, yeah. um, but I know deep down that every day and all day, every day is taken up, is consumed with how I feel about myself and how I look, but it doesn't seem to matter. And when people say they've got a goal, like um, for a wedding or for a party or to go and buy a dress, to me, I'll start off and then I think I'll sort it. And the nearer it gets, the more I eat. I mean, it's ridiculous, absolutely right. ridiculous. And I don't know why. I, don't, I really, really don't know why I do it. Um, yeah, so I've always had quite a bad relationship with food. Um, yeah. And do you think that bad relationship stems from being a, a constant dieter? Do you think that's that? Um, the yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I mean, after I had my first um, child, so Matthew is 15 now. So yeah. I went back to work after I had a year off and I went back to work. And after I'd gone back, after having him, I lost lots of weight. When I say lots of weight, I mean, to me, being 12 stone is just the most amazing achievement ever because I haven't been that for years um and I felt really good you know I could go into a shop and I'd try a pair of trousers on and a top and I'd feel nice I'd feel lovely um and everyone said oh god you look good you look great and it was fantastic I don't actually know why it I just put it back on again maybe I'd got there and thought oh this is just too easy I'm there now why don't I just eat and try it again <laughs> but then that's just you know, it um, probably gets worse. And then two and a half years later, I have my daughter. And yeah. I probably haven't really lost the weight since then. And she's nearly 13. So, Yeah, you bring up some really yeah. interesting points. Um, I'll, I'll, jump on, I'll jump on that one first. Like, she, she is, you say she's 14, your daughter? Nearly, nearly 13, so yeah. 12, yeah. So two teenagers, car. I don't Jesus. envy you. I know, yeah, good no. luck. Um, yeah. Like, there's, there, there's a ridiculous pressure for people in, in society these days to get their pre-baby body back and everything else and need to lose the weight and everything else. And I mean, you know, 14, 13, 14 years down the track, it's, it's probably a different kind of thought. But oh, yeah. like that emergency, like people feel like they have to create it in an emergency straight away. And, but even, I think, I think it's, I think my point on this stays true for you as much as it does someone who wants to get back to where they were six months after. And it is like, you're, you're a different person. Mm. You, 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 you're no longer a mum of one, you're now a mum of two. You're no longer a mum of a boy, you're a mum of a girl as well. You're no longer a mum of a child, you're a mum of siblings. Like, the, the huge, massive change that that brings into your brain and into your life is insurmountable. It's probably, you know, having a child is without a shadow of a doubt, one of the biggest, greatest changes a human being will ever go under. 
Okay. And I don't know what it's like. I'm not a father. And I can only talk from my experience of talking to other people about this. I was like, why? Especially like those who try and do it within six months. Why, is it, why are you so obsessed with getting your pre-baby body back? Like your body has been through something amazing. <laughs> yeah. For God's sake, yeah. celebrate that. And then, yeah. and for God's sake, celebrate the fact that, you know, your body has produced life and you've won at the game of life, for instance, because there's millions of people out there who can't have kids and, yeah. and would give their left arm and would not care about how much they weighed after as long as they had a child of their own. And yeah. when you look at it in that context, it's like, who gives a shit about our weight, right? And, and that's, that's very important. And now if we maximize that to where you're at, 14 years, like you probably spent a fair amount of time trying to get used to being a mom of two, like that massive change, like, you know, the difference in the pressure in your relationship with your husband and with, you know, your other son, with your other son, your only son, but how that changes, you know, having the mm-hmm. oldest and the young and everything else. And then by the time you're suddenly getting used to that, suddenly your child is in three, four, going through another massive life change. And then you've got to deal with that because now you've not got a new child, you've not got a new toddler. And then again, they become a little adult. So that or they become like a, a, a bigger child, a little teenager, you know, like between the ages of like eight. And the whole time your child is changing, you're having to readapt every single time. Every single time you're going through another life phase of yourself. And it's not the line of gave birth, had child it's now the line of this child is developing constantly and each change that child goes through requires a different energy from me a different center from me and a different um energy and that's gonna that's gonna take that, that comes with stress and that comes with a lot of readaptation redefining who you are and everything else and pff, the last thing you're gonna think about is your weight right and 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 in, in many ways you should in many ways it can be the last thing you're gonna think about because Quite simply, you're adapting to make sure your family is safe, well, happy and healthy. And mm. that's all that matters. And That's right. And I think eating um, for comfort, eating in times of stress. I think when I listened to Ahmed's podcast with you, yeah. he said the same, you know, um, he'd have a, a chocolate bar or whatever because he's got a sweet tooth. I'm like, I've got a, a crisp tooth. I like oh, savoury. I love crisps. Savoury, savoury all the way. It could be... Oh, I don't know, Marmite sandwich or something like that. It's yeah. just like, oh, on white bread. Oh, things like <laughs> that. That would be, some people are probably going, oh. But yeah, I like, <laughs> I like that sort of thing. But eating, eating for comfort, definitely. Eating because oh, I'm stressed today. I want, I want something to eat. Or I'm going to have a glass of wine. No, I'm going to have two glasses of wine. Oh, sorry, I'll have three glasses of wine. And then you eat all that food. And as you say, no one late at night likes an apple. They want yeah. something crap. So um, yeah, that's, that's where... I suppose I, I was, mm, yeah. um, and I'm trying now desperately not to not to be like that. I, I know I'm trying to change everything at once, and I know I'm going to probably say, "Hold on a minute, this is just a bit too much." But I'm, I'm at a point where I don't want to go back. You know, I've lost a little bit of weight in the last couple of weeks when I've started. Uh, how much? Weeks. How much? Right, so seven pounds <laughs> in two weeks. But my smile is not getting any smaller. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm. I'm really proud of myself. And you so, should be. Um, it's good. But it's just tr- I'm just trying to eat healthily rather than doing Weight Watchers, Slimming World and all the other Cambridge diets and all the things that I've tried. Everything. Yeah. Um, I've always, I've, I suppose the last time that I succeeded when I said I lost that weight and I was really happy, I did it by myself. I didn't do it through anyone else. And I'm trying right. it again this time just with a bit of help from you, really. Just, yeah. 
nagging me oh, don't <laughs> or nag. encouraging me. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's a much Encourage, better Encouraging me. Yeah. <laughs> supporting is the term I like Support, to use. Supporting. Um, that, was, that was what I was looking for. Good. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, so from what you've learned, because you, you joined up and then you went on holiday and you were like, while I'm on holiday, I'm going to read. I'm going to read all the manuals. I'm yep. going to read everything in the fitness collective. And that must have taken up some time because there's a lot of stuff in the fitness collective. And I it was, yeah, don't <laughs> sigh as you say it. It's meant to be good stuff. I was like, Oh, no, it's good. It's good. It's brilliant. <laughs> and, um, and as you were reading it, did you have an aha moment? Was there a light bulb that went off or were you like, hang on, I can see how this relates to what I've gone through in the past. Or were you like, is, this is what I was doing without realizing I was doing it. Talk me through like how you felt as you was digesting and, and kind of educating yourself on my method, the way I work and, and kind of like how I wanted to obviously get you working compared to the history of your life. Um, I think when you were talking about, um, or oh, you, you talk about um, progressive overload and things talk like about that. Talk about a lot of stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. How to... Um, you know, you, you start off doing so much exercise in a certain manner and then progressively you can change your style, you can change, um, you know, the amount of reps you do, how much you output or, or your technique or, or whatever, yeah, or you increase the weight, yeah. everything, um, just to, to make it better. I think, I think as you said, start off with baby steps and nothing's wrong. And even though you've got a plan written down, if you don't stick to that plan, it's not a big deal. And then last night you said never two the twos yeah. uh, that that stuck in my head so that's yeah. good Don't, never never miss something twice yeah. and I think that's just a great thing to do because I have missed two days of squats yeah. and that's not okay. good it's not good <laughs> but today I haven't had a chance um, maybe later I'm going out for a fitness class later but I'll okay. do them when I come back um, I think it was those those things to say it's not it's all right it's actually okay to miss stuff it's okay that you you're not there a hundred percent because you can't always do it 100% and you shouldn't beat yourself up. And I think you also said, um, I don't know if it's in the fitness collective. Oh, no, you put a picture of yourself on um, mm. now and where you were four weeks ago. Yeah, and the you said, you know, and, and you've eaten milky, milky buttons and, and whatever. They're the greatest food in the world. That <laughs> sounds lovely. I, I really want the them now. <laughs> <laughs> I really want them. <laughs> um, and you said, look at me now and look at me then. Is there really a difference? Well, no, there isn't. So you, you've got to realise that if you're going to undo it all, you've just got to consistently be rubbish. But if you are rubbish for just a little time or you just do, you know, you miss a session or something, it's not going to break the bank. It's not going to put you back that much. You've got to know that you can start again, but don't keep repeating all those yeah. errors just yeah. just don't beat yourself up about it and i think that's what i did i thought oh no i've, I've eaten that today or i've drunk that today so that's it it's all yeah. over it's forgotten so i will now go and raid the cupboard good we uh we live in a <laughs> we, we live in an all or nothing society um mm. like it's and the fitness industry is a devil for it as well it really is uh because i, I mean i suppose in my life i succumbed to it as well many times like it'd be like Oh, I'm going to the gym and then I'd get, I'd go with friends. I'd always, I, I made this mistake many times. I'd always tie my fitness into somebody else's um, like productivity. So I'd be like, oh, I can only go with my friend because I'm going with him. And then when he can't go, so like he got a really good job in London. And this was when we just left drama school. 
or he wasn't at drama school, but when I left drama school to university and we started going to this gym down the road to me, it was great. I was loving it. And he was my best friend. It's like, it can't get better than this. Right. And then, yeah. and then he got a job and that was it. And I was like, Oh, and then I never went to the gym again because I was so reliant yeah. on tying up with him. And I, I mm-hmm. all or nothing with him. It was everything with him or nothing with him. And yeah. the all or nothing principle uh, exists everywhere in our lives. Like you can't have a happy relationship if it's all or nothing, like with a spouse, with a partner or anything like that. If you put all of your happiness into them then you're going to end up sad yeah and you know and you look at instagram and or whatever however you digest your social media facebook whatever it might be and the fitness industry does come across as all or nothing it's you either have to look like a bikini model or you have mm. to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which I do obviously I'm just and, well, don't we all? pretending. I've mean, seen my bicep <laughs> yeah and, um, and and if you don't look at either of those all or nothing. Like, you're nothing. You're either all or you're nothing. And that is it. That yeah. is the only line in the sand. I had someone message me the other day on, on Instagram after I was getting all this crap over the last couple of days about some of my push-up and whatever. And, um, and they went, I love your page because you teach people that it's okay to make mistakes. You give mm. people a really real feeling about fitness, that it's okay to be human. And... Mm. And the fitness industry, and in fact, not the diet industry, everything you succumbed yourself to and everything else, and those private messages you sent me on, on Messenger and stuff, um, it was all, you know, I just wanted to give you a hug. I just wanted to say, <laughs> Debs, chill out. Debbie, yeah. it's really not a problem. Like, what are you stressing yeah. about? Oh, Who oh, I do. gives I do stress. a monkey? <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and stress leads us into very dark places, always. And we, we all get stressed, but we have enough stress in our life. We don't need fitness to be it. Fitness needs to be a stress in our life when we're working out. It needs to be um, because that's how we grow. Okay, so like when you're doing your squats, when you're at your fitness class, you are applying a stress to your body in order to make it grow. We have to break it down in order to make it grow. That's enough. We don't need you to stress about fitting in four workouts a week because that's what the industry says that is recommended. We don't need to stress about making sure you um, always hit your calories bang on point because you know what? It's not perfect. I used to drive me mad. There's a reason I've never tracked my food is because I couldn't get it perfect. Okay. (laughs) And my fitness power used to drive me mad because of how imperfect it was. But now that it's imperfect and it's meant to be imperfect because you yeah. don't need to be perfect to get the body you want you don't need to be on Schwarzenegger who is perfect or that bikini model who you have in your mind who is perfect you don't need to be either of those yeah I don't want to be like Arnie no that's fine you'll never be like this. Don't worry. thank um, you very much <laughs> uh, but and, and that's and that's what it comes down to and it is yeah about just give yourself a hug it is you can be you can be you know, you don't have to be perfect all the time, and and I'm not, and I, and I do use my fitness power actually, as you as you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, and I really do enjoy scanning the back of stuff and doing that and putting my measurements in, or, or not, you know, and just being, you know, I, I'm tracking pretty it. accurate with it, tracking yeah. it. It just it's really important to me because I can look and I think actually, you know, I've done really well today. And, but, just, and, and, and that's the thing that that's what tracking can give you. Tracking is yeah. really important. Because um, I, I don't know if you've seen my blog or one of my posts about the success loop. Um, and it's like, everyone thinks you need motivation first and you don't. You need action first. And then from action, you get results. And then from results, you get motivation. And that's how you constantly stay motivated, right? Now, I call that do, track, repeat. 
Okay, so do is action, track is your results. And by tracking it, you get your results. So you're like, oh no, I've done well today. Great, that gives you confidence and it motivates you to keep going. Mm. Perfect sense. And then you get your result and then you're motivated and then you, and you end up in this positive cycle. Without tracking, it all falls away. Um, yeah. Without that bridge between your action and your motivation, it will all fall away. And you do have to track to an extent, but you don't have to be perfect. And that's a really important lesson to understand. And having that mm. self-empathy is really important. And I, I've never sat at a Weight Watchers. I've sat outside one before while I was waiting for mother. But I've never sat inside one or a sling rod or anything like that. So I don't fully know what it's like inside. And <laughs> tell, me, tell me if I'm wrong. But I can imagine <laughs> what I've heard is like, you know, you step on the scale. Oh, someone's put on two pounds this week. What's gone wrong with you? And it's like, and there's no empathy there's no, no. understanding it is oh you know what my you know my best friend passed away but you put on two pounds yeah of course you put on two <laughs> i think it was little britain did a sketch did on they? that i think it was them when they um, said dust anybody no because that's all they could eat yeah. <laughs> that was that was quite good um yes it is a bit like that they don't say how much you've put on but they'll say oh and deborah's had a game this week oh deborah what have you done wrong Think, well, you, oh. you've done nothing wrong you've been a human <laughs> that's right it could be yeah as you say you don't know where you are in your cycle not yours mine nope. um yeah. and stuff like that all things happen and you know oh but then they'll say oh oh you've done really well oh you've lost five pounds brilliant but then you think next week oh god i don't want to go and do this it's just horrible uh, and and uh, and then what are you under stress exactly pressure yeah stress and stress like study after study proves that stress leads to calories yeah and it does i mean it, obviously it does work it does work for for people i think when i when i st when i started doing slimming world years and years ago they did red and green days so you either have all the meat you want or all the pasta you want right. and how how on earth could that be healthy if i'm going to sainsbury's and buying heinz macaroni cheese in a tin you think all right, it's it's sin free, woohoo! But it's um, it's it's not. It can't be healthy if you can have twenty tins of that a day and still lose weight. I, I, well, I find Slimming World's messaging really interesting because they call it a sin, S Y N, right? And they think mm -hmm. by putting the Y in there, it, the micro messaging doesn't exist. But my <laughs> God, it does. Yeah. They are basically <laughs> saying every time you eat, you're going to hell right? Because you're being <laughs> yeah. sinful. And they can call it synergy all they want, but we don't, when we say it, we don't see it, right? And it, we, and all our lives we've brought up, I'm especially brought up, I was brought up in a Christian family, oh, sin, you go to hell. And it's just not a nice way to talk about food for anybody, because then what happens is you start attaching good and bad to food, bad, good labels to food, and then you start attaching good and bad labels to yourself. And going back to your point about how you love eating, I mean, you know what, yeah. Debbie, we all love eating. The amount of humans that come to me and go, you know what my issue is? I'm an emotional eater. And I'm like, yeah, so am I. And so is everybody else in the fitness collective. So is everybody else I know. So is my mom. So is my dad. You know, I, I stay lean all year round. Part of that is genetics. Part of it is the fact I know exactly how to balance my food. Part of it is that I'm an emotional eater, but I know how to, to manage it all, right? I am an yeah. emotional eater, even if I don't look like one. Because food is sensual. In the same way when, you know, we make love, we're 
you know, we're sensual. We love doing it because it's, it's sensual. Anything that alerts the senses is something we're going to enjoy doing. And, and it's going to make us feel emotional. And that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, that's it, true. It's not a negative thing. Okay. Mm. What you're saying is, is I need to, when someone says I'm an emotional eater, I love eating, I, I can eat anything and everything all of the time. What you're saying is, is actually I, I, I have to figure out how to control, I have to figure out my emotions and my triggers to my emotions and mainly stress. It's really only stress um, with stress. And then my relationship with food and relationship to stress. And, and I need to figure out that bridge. And, and you can't start losing weight until you figure that bridge out, until you figure out that actually the things that trigger you and they're going to lead you to eat more food. We need to mm-hmm. look at the triggers. We, we can't address the fact you're going to eat more food because you are always going to eat more food. We need to mm. look at the triggers and teach you coping mechanisms with which to deal with those. So it's far more behavioral and it's far more psychological than it is physical in the fact of I'm going to eat a bag of crisps right now because I feel bad about myself. It's all about yeah. why you feel bad about yourself. Why are you feeling sad right now? What happened? What stressful events happened to you? And, and great ways of doing that, like if, if you're experiencing it, like a couple of things you can do is like go for a walk first. Um, or get a pen and paper out and write it all down, get it out of your head and onto paper. And, and, you know, if you can do those two actions or one of those actions, um, then you'd be surprised how, you know, very quickly there's some conditions and other things might need a bit more nuance than this, but they're two just very actionable things that you can try that might help just alleviate that calorie intake when you're at a moment of high stress you know, um, and, and discussing that with yourself is as important as anything else, as opposed to just reacting emotionally. Yeah. I think at at the moment, you know, I've been in a good place for the last two and a half weeks and Mm. I, I enjoy what I eat. I know that I'm going to get to a point and I'm going to think I want a bag of crisps, but I've got to try and work out whether those bag of crisps are on my fitness pal that day or Mm. if, I then want them one day and add them as an extra. So should I build it in or just do it as an extra as when I want them? Because I don't really want to have them on my things that I'm going to eat that day. If I don't really want them, I don't, if, do you know what I mean? I don't know if, yeah. I, if I've made sense there. You kind of don't should want... I just say when I want it, I should eat it and then just put it out of my head once I've had it. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever seen my four step fuck it philosophy? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so I I came up with this philosophy years ago. I was training someone on the gym floor, and uh, she was looking back. I looked at her, went, "What's happened?" And I got the whole story, and and then it was emotional <laughs> eating and things like that. And I was like, "Okay, then just say fuck it." I got it from um, drama school. I'll, I'll tell you what it is in a moment, but I got it from drama school. In drama school, one of our coaches. Frankie, and what was her name? Frankie something. She was amazing. Proper old school actress. Very terrifying. Um, and they always <laughs> fed first years to her and she'd chew you up and spit you out. But <laughs> wonderful. And she, um, she always said, you know, it's really hard being an actor because you have to be so emotionally available, but you also have to have the hardest shell in the world because you can't let rejection get to you. And, and she went, the second you go into an audition, you have to do the audition 
and then you have to forget about it. You have to say, fuck it and move on. And that's all you can do. And, and that's where my four-step fuck it philosophy come from. And it's like, okay, something, yep. something happened, all right? Something stressful happened. You ate food. Okay, great. Then you draw, so something happened. You then draw a line under it. Big draw, just draw a line under it. Then you say, fuck it. And then you move on. And that's it. The four-step fuck it philosophy. And, yep. and that's all you need to remember. So if you have a bag of crisps and you're going to put it in my fitness pal and it takes you over, just go, okay, something happened. Who that's fine. It? Yeah. Really I think because I can see it. I think that's what I was doing. The, the, when I, oh, I probably did this back in January, not, not like this. I think I was, because at the moment I'm trying to eat um, healthily as well as sticking to calories. So yeah. I'm trying to do a bit, bit of everything. So no. I'm actually eating about 1,100 roughly at the moment so but it, it's fine i mean because yeah. i have eggs like as i said yesterday eggs on my friend um and um i can't what did i have actually for lunch today um i had um a brown wrap and i don't often eat wraps and i haven't been eating bread and stuff but i had a bit of peanut butter two teaspoons and a banana because i really really fancied something sweet and i haven't really fancied something like that and mm. that was great you know I, I really really enjoyed it it was really nice um, but I think I used to just think, what could I, what can I possibly have? Cause I used to eat obviously more calories. What could I have for my 1,800 calories? Oh God, I could have two packets of crisps and I could have that, but it's just not fulfilling. It doesn't make you feel good when you've eaten it. It still makes you feel a bit crap and a bit, I don't know, tired, but I think eating what I've eaten and having, you know, more veg, as you say, how your plate should be made up. Um, I just feel better. I just feel I've just got a bit more energy and I want to mm. just go for it. Yeah. So no, I'm no. a little bit anemic at the moment. So okay. I've got to get that looked at. So I've Absolutely. been feeling a little bit tired, but I'm just trying yeah. to, oh, you well, know, just, but, just but go through okay. it. I mean, I would say like 1,100 sounds very low to me. Um, Is that really low? I was going to ask you whether I was eating enough and what I was. Where did you get I, that I know number? I've got your calculator. Yeah. Where, where um, did you get that number from? <laughs> it was from the calculator. It's what you okay. want to be. <laughs> What that, you aspire to be. So that's your goal body weight in pounds times by 12. Yeah. So I want to be like six stone. No, I don't want to be six stone. <laughs> I don't know if I put 11 in or. How tall are you? Does that work? Five foot six. Hmm. So not, not massively tall. So what's your, what's your, let's do it now. What's your goal body weight? I'd like to be about 11 stone. Okay. I don't think I'm ever going to happen. But... Do you know what that is in pounds? I can convert it. Oh, hang on. No, is it 14 times? Stone, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm like, I'm rubbish at maths. So, what, sorry, um, tell me again, you wanted to be? About 11 stone. 11 stone like in pounds, 154. So I can tell you straight away, yeah, you, you're, you're miles under. Am <laughs> One, I? Where yeah. did I get that from then? I don't know. I don't like know that's where I got that from. 1,848. Oh, shit, um, really? <laughs> four times by 12. Uh, so, like, well, there you go. Yeah, but, Yay, I'm going to some crisps. Yeah, you can have the crisps. <laughs> Yay! Well, no. I just bring good news to everybody. Um, what, what I, you do bring up an interesting point there, though. Like, you know, you've lost seven pounds in, in two weeks. And being on 1,100 calories, personally, I, I would say it is very low. Yeah, I personally would avoid most people um, from eating such little food. That being said, mm -hmm. you're two weeks in from doing it properly. Therefore, motivation is still high. Energy is still high. You're getting results and that's keeping you going and you're tracking it and everything else. 
Now, I think people fall off the, I don't want to say wagon because you're not, you know, it's not AA, but like people, people lose motivation. Focus. Yeah. Focus. And, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, when they, when they're not prepared for when it's going to come to a grinding halt. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And, that, that's and, exactly. And it. for as long as you can approach, yeah. like what I'd call a rapid fat loss protocol, which, in fairness, I don't know huge amounts about because I try and avoid them like the plague. Um, but I'd probably suggest what you're doing is like that. To lose seven pounds in two weeks is highly abnormal. Okay, and it's not something that I would ever like to see off of a lot of people because I know they can't sustain it. And I always mm. like to prepare people for very natural, slow, slow steady, consistent weight loss. And because I don't want them to hit that moment where it starts plateauing for two months and then, and also yeah. they run out of energy, they're tired, they get lethargic, the healthy food, they're still doing like the vegetables and proteins and that, but they just feel more tired, more low, everything else, mm. you know, and, and they're not ready for that. And then that moment makes them feel like a failure and that's when they give up. Okay. Um, that's why I'll always push people to higher calorie numbers. Um, and, and so the fact that you're doing so well is phenomenal. However, you must be prepared to allow yourself to start increasing your calories at some point when you're feeling too tired to do stuff, mm -hmm. when you're feeling too tired to work, too tired to work out, when you're missing more and more exercise sessions, when you're just exhausted all the time, you're getting ratty, you're feeling more stressed, you're feeling more emotional, maybe around your cycle and understanding that and everything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like you've got a window of 700 more calories a day, I believe. Yes, it will come off slower, but it would be so much easier because it will be more sustainable yeah. and it will feel yes. so, much, so much better for you. You'll have more energy when you need it most. Yeah. So just be aware of that. And I don't mind people going gung-ho at the beginning as long as they understand that it ain't going to stay. It's, you're not yeah, going to sustain it and you have to respect yeah. it. I don't, yeah. don't want to like pop your balloon because it doesn't... <laughs> Yeah, cheers, Adam. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, I'm <laughs> um, but but then that brings into the point about time, doesn't it? And like, yeah. when do you need to lose this weight by? Oh, I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't got a goal. Um, exactly, think, you don't. There, there is no time. I mean, the guy Ahmed Ahmed said um, about you know he looks at years. So yeah. I don't look at years. I, I just always look in a much more short term. I thought what he was saying, I thought, wow. I know. That was really <laughs> That's great. I wish I could see that. I wish I could see it like that. Um, I don't know if it's a female thing. We all got to look at, you know, you've got to lose weight instantly or, or, or I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but no, I think this has got to be this. I, I can't look at this as a I'm on a diet. I've got to look at this as a, a lifestyle change and but trying to make it manageable, trying mm. to make it something I, I can feel comfortable with fit into my life and and carry on with you know I know I'm gonna have those crisps and those wines and things but I've got to stop feeling guilty about doing it and I know that 1100 is low I know that I, I know that just yeah. I know that yeah um it's just worked I was in such a I was so focused on I was going to start on the Monday and for going just over two weeks doing it, usually everything that I do lasts about two weeks and I say, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> um, and I've gone past the two weeks and I still feel okay and, and I still mm. want to do it. And that, and that was my point about when you missed the squats or you were really nervous about doing them or whatever that moment was. Oh, it was it's like, those eight second squats. Yeah, no, they're brutal. They're brutal. <laughs> and um, and I, look how far you have come. Mm. You know, like you've done two solid weeks of squats, of 
you know, the, the be strong, confident program of mm. dieting, of, you know, getting your calorie deficit in place, educating yourself, managing your life well, not getting overwhelmed, being consistent. You know, I know it's only two weeks, but you are two. And now, it, it, like you said yourself, everything only ever lasts two weeks in your life. So mm. every, single, <laughs> every single minute and every single hour and every single day from this point henceforth is the biggest win you could have ever asked for. Okay. Yeah. And for as long as you remember that, even if you miss a day, you're still winning yeah. because you're still yeah. so much yeah. further forward. And, and for as long as you just remind yourself that, right? Write it down. Mm. When life's feeling crap, write down your start date and write down the current date, calculate how long it is. And, and as you see those numbers tick over, yeah, you're going to understand that I'm still here. I'm still engaging. I'm still doing it. I'm still, you know, and, and like Liz last night on the call, you know, she, mm. yeah, she, she'll go, she'll disappear for a while. Um, and I won't hear from her for a while and stuff and it's fine. And then she'll turn up and she'll give me an update. And it's like, Oh, and you know, she's, she's, she, cause she spent that time initially consistently with me, understanding, learning, educating, implementing, learning to balance it and to learning to fit fitness into her life. But now she can just tick along at balance in such a great way. And, and, I don't know what it is about. Like, even when she has a crisis, her fitness is never the crisis anymore. You know, it's never, I'm in a crisis, so everything has to go. It's, I'm in a crisis, but this is my foundation. It's like, almost like this, what we do is like her comfort blanket, is, is her safety, is once she gets onto this, she knows all the other crises in her life are going to feel better because this is what makes her feel the best. And then she can yeah. start managing all of these things in, in a much more holistic way. And if you can try and frame it like that in your life, it's much better yeah. rather than everything in your life and kind of fitness is plucking on top. Yeah. If you can flip it over and you can make fitness your, the thing that makes you tick over, the thing that makes you feel good in your life, the thing that's mo- and the reason it makes yeah. this feel so good in the life is because it's completely under her control. She has mm. complete authority over it. I don't have authority over it. She does. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, like I spent ages telling her to make sure that she is the master of her own program. She is the, she, you make your workouts, your slave. You're not a slave to them. You're not a slave to me. You're not a slave to your calorie deficit. You make them your slave. When I was at drama school, yeah. we was always taught with Shakespeare. Punctuation is your slave. Cause Shakespeare puts some weird punctuation in some very strange places <laughs> and he's hard enough to speak as it is. Right. <laughs> And, and, you know, year for years, Stuart Pierce, our voice actor who wore trousers up to his nipples and would always talk <laughs> like this and brought out a book called The Alchemy of Voice. He was a fantastic, oh. wonderfully, <laughs> and, um, wonderfully spiritual man. Um, but he would always say, make punctuation your slave. And, and once you realize that, once you realize you have control of the text, once you realize you have control of your workouts, once you have control of, of your fitness, once it is all under your control and you can't fail, you mm. can't, there's no pass fail mark. This isn't school. This isn't an exam. This is life, right? It's with you forever. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And for as long as you understand that, then it's all just going to flow out of you and you'll find that balance. Yeah. You'll be able to keep it. You, it won't feel like you're trying to keep all these plates spinning. It will be like they're just flying off in the air on their own. And it, and it feels good when you're in that yeah. place. It really does. I do. I do feel when I, when I, ex- I love, I do love exercising. I do. Mm. I actually like lifting weights and stuff, but I haven't really got, I've only got a couple. 
Um, I'm not really a big fan of, of the gym. Okay. I suppose it's just the, I, I do like it. Well, saying I don't like it, it's the, uh, it should probably get in the time to go there and I probably could mm. fit it in, in my life and give something else up, which yeah. is, which is fine. I, I could do that. Um, uh, I can't remember what I was going to say now. What was I saying? Fitting it in. He was talking about how much you love lifting weights. I do. I do. I really like, I really enjoy lifting weights. It's really good. I still yeah. can't remember what, <laughs> what I was doing. Oh yeah. So if I did go to the gym, I'd, I would feel a little bit embarrassed. And I know you've got that embarrassment at the gym thing. Yeah. The article. I, yeah. I don't know if I'm doing it right. Even okay. not always me being in there, but am I actually doing it right? Have I warmed up correctly? Everything that I do seem, I need to have it almost sort of perfect. Um, so if perfect. I haven't worked out, yeah perfection is the enemy of progress really, yeah so if if like your 90 day yeah, um, be confident, program, be strong program. if i've got that workout sheet if i if i don't hit all of those to me i haven't completed it right i haven't i haven't done it that that's my problem i think yeah. i just think if i haven't done this then i haven't done it right therefore i don't see i know there's a benefit but to doing even just a bit of it but that i don't see it like that no, and, and that's, that's really interesting because a hell of a lot of people are like that. I used to be like that for a very long time as well. Um, like I say, perfection is the enemy of progress, okay? And I had the same conversation with one of the other fitness collective members, another Liz. I don't know why I seem to always get Liz's. Oh, the um, <laughs> and, uh, and she was like, the thing is, if I only do like three exercises in a workout and I can't because it's too hard for me, I then give up. And so I don't, I, I just don't start because I know it'd be too hard for me. And I'm like, okay, but if you do three exercises, you have done three exercises. And the yep. next time you might be able to do four, but if you don't do the three, you're never going to get to four. Right. And, yeah. and, and so, and you know, King Leo, and you've probably heard me say this a million times, you know, Shakespeare and King Leo, he says, nothing can come of nothing. If we invest in nothing, we get nothing in return. Okay. Mm. That's fine. You can sit on your, bum at home absolutely you can uh, but then don't come to me and complain that nothing's working for you because nothing can come of nothing uh, and i understand that and then but then when we attach perfection to that as well and perfection is a procrastinator so trying to get something perfect will procrastinate us the amount of times people say to me there's so many typos in your work i'm like yeah but at least you're reading it okay that's right at least that's right read the work at least i put it out there so you could get the work Right. So really, yeah, typos are irritating, but my brain works so fast. I'm so creative. I just don't have time to check them. And I don't really want to check them because well, you, it's, to be honest, it's interesting. You make what you write is interesting. I, it well, keeps I, you reading. It keeps I, you reading. Thank you very much. Um, and, but it's like, I, if I slaved over perfection, I wouldn't be getting the amount of blog posts out that I get. I wouldn't get three Instagram posts on a day. I wouldn't get this done. I wouldn't get that done. I wouldn't get this done. Because I'd be procrastinating because it's not perfect. And then I wouldn't be doing mm. anything. Okay. Now, I don't recommend it. All right. But I, I suppose in many ways, it brings us full circle to what we started with. All or nothing. Mm. And, and, you know, you're like, I, I want to make sure I get my warm up correct. I want to make sure I get this correct. I do this. I have to do it all and everything else. Right. There is something to be said about completing a workout in yeah. terms of achievement. And that's not to be underestimated, but actually I, I, whenever I, I very rarely complete a full workout when I'm in the gym, very rarely, I very rarely do all the exercises that are in my plan because for me, the achievement one, 
the biggest achievement is I got to the gym. Two, the second biggest achievement is that the working sets that I do do, the, the exercises I do do, um, how many times can I get doo-doo into this conversation? <laughs> the exercises, An episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> the, the, the exercises that I do, do, I know, yeah, I know I'm working to the maximum of my ability. And for as long as yeah. I'm doing that, that's my achievement. And then if yeah. that means that I don't do the, the 50 bicycles or the, you know, the, the leg raises or anything like that, I don't care. Because I, as long as I can walk off of that gym floor, hold my head, proud of what I've achieved. I know that I've worked as hard as I felt like I could work that day. Yep. I'm done. Because we all have so that, much. That's it. And a big driving yeah. force about what removes me from the gym floor is time, right? Is I, I need to go and get on with what I need to be here. I need to do that. Yep. I need to contact this person. So actually, when I, when I have the most amount of time, so at the start of my workout, I'll put the most amount of effort in. I'll do three really heavy sets, like sweating buckets, struggling to lift it with the form that I'm trying to increase and improve. And then as time ticks on and as my pressure to leave becomes greater, I will work maybe a bit less intensely and I will probably speed up the way in which I'm working just so I can right. cram a bit more in. So I kind of time a rhythm with it, with the pressure that's coming at me. It's, and, and if you can approach it like that, you then walk that, That's, yeah, that's, that's sensible, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's sensible. Right? It's doing what you need to do rather than doing what you want to do. So yeah. you do what you need to do first and then you can ease it off. So yeah, absolutely. And you don't, you don't need to worry about, um, am I getting it right? There is no right or wrong in the gym. There never has been. One of the very first lessons I ever learned as a personal trainer was the body will always find the path of least resistance. Okay. So many people in the gym are very worried about hurting themselves and I understand why. Um, and we do. I've strained muscles and, you know, I've, I've never slipped a disc or busted a vertebrae or anything like that, which I'm, I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's painful, right? Oh but my I'm, God. I'm, I'm grateful for that. But also I'm very aware that our body will always find the path of least resistance. And what I mean by that is if your squat isn't perfect, trying to make it perfect might actually hurt you more than you just letting your body kind of go into the flow that it likes to go into. And we yeah. can want that attitude to a point like to a point of resistance, to a point of weight. There'll be a point when doing it like that with 80, 90, 100 kilos, it'll be different for everybody. But for me, it'll probably be around that mark. I might start hurting myself if I'm doing it with too bad a form. But the body will always find the path of least resistance. Whenever I was in the gym on the floor with people, it's always a case of respecting their physiology. The way in which I will squat will be a thousand times different to the way in which you squat because we mm. have different sized limbs. We have different flexibility in our joints and we have different abilities. Okay. That doesn't mean I'm better than you. That just means that you squat the way you squat and I squat the way I squat. Happy days. As long as we both walk off the gym uninjured and feel like we've worked to an RPE of eight, seven, eight, nine around that point, and we both walk off the gym feeling good about ourselves, then we've both yep. succeeded the exact same amount. Yep. And that's right. really what you've got to remember yeah. in everything. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I know when I'm doing some squats that I could go a bit deeper, but because I'm doing 30, I don't have to go deeper. And that's just yeah. not the attitude. I know that I you, could, I could get it better. I could improve. You know, you so, know what could work for that? Like the squat challenge. It could be like, why don't you 
try and split up the set. So you do mm. 10 the second you finish from work, 10 just after dinner, 10 before you go to bed. And does that, just, and does that work? I always think you've got to do 30 squats. You've got to do them all at once. Oh, God, why, no. why have, you ever, have you ever no. done 100 squats in a day? Oh, God, no. Could you imagine doing? <laughs> could you imagine doing a hundred no, squats? No, after in my jumping one ones, I realised I'd done the wrong day. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, right. No. I, I'm not expecting no. anyone to do it in a day, because again, no. oh, sorry, not even do it in a day. We're expecting you to do it in a day. We're expecting you to do it in one go. I can yeah. do hundred squats in one go. Does your, does your body work yeah. the same if you do? I don't know. Five now, five in ten minutes, five in twenty minutes, and then fifty in an hour's time. Does it do the same thing? It's interesting. Uh, it, it, not, not really. Not really. But again, to the point of the use, the, the reason we're using it, it's irrelevant. Okay. So if I was to get you to do, I wouldn't, I, the load isn't enough. Okay. For you to get enough out of doing let's say five sets of five. So you have to do 25 squats, five sets of five. I'd probably need you to have a bit more weight on your body. Um, and I'd like you to do it with two minute intervals all at once. Okay. And that's, and that's probably going to give you the, the best, um, the best balance between building muscle and burning body fat. Okay. Now, but the purpose of the 30 day challenge is I call it a motivational challenge for a reason. I'm not trying to get people to, uh, build huge quads and, and get amazing glutes and squats because it's it, it, it's irrelevant. The point is, it's a motivational challenge. Just so to get you, get I you moving, you get do, you going, yeah. do stuff. I want you to achieve, stuff. and it doesn't matter how you achieve it because achieving yeah. something is going to make you feel good. Finishing something is going to yeah. make you feel good. So if doing thirty in one go is going to make you not succeed, I want you to do two sets of fifteen. Right. Okay. And yeah we're not high level athletes. We're not looking for the most perfectly balanced periodized program. And if we were no disrespect, you wouldn't be training with me because that's not how I train. And, and that's mm. not how I build workouts for people because in fairness, I'm not sure I know it well enough. And mm. so what I do do is I, um, <laughs> I, I, I work on building confidence. I work on getting people to have more ticks in their lives than they do circles or X's. Okay. I want them to just do something that when they look back, you're like, bloody hell, how did I do that? That was incredible. And when you look back, you're not going to remember whether you split a workout up over three sets of five or 20 sets of, of two. No. You're not going to remember. You're going to go, I did 30 squats that day. I did 50 squats that day. <laughs> and I did it. And that's the best thing ever. <laughs> And that's going to put a much bigger smile on your face than whether we got something perfect so that you found the perfect balance between muscle building and calorie burning. You're going to feel so much better about yourself by just yeah. doing it. Just doing it. Yeah. Stop overanalyzing it, Deborah. Absolutely. Remember, perfection is the enemy of progress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, you know, another phrase like that is um, a lot of, if I say to you, what does practice make? Perfect. It doesn't. Practice makes permanent. Okay. okay? Oh, we all right, say okay, practice yeah. makes perfect. <laughs> if you keep doing the wrong thing, but you're going to know how to do the wrong thing, it's still going to be wrong. It's not perfect. Right. Okay? Yes. If yes, we it's practice, true. we're going to make it permanent. So if yeah. you practice doing the wrong thing, you'll make the wrong thing stick. 
If you practice doing the right thing, you'll make the right thing stick. It makes permanent, or you can replace that with practice makes progress. So constantly practicing something will create progress. Doing your squats, you're practicing something, you're going to make yeah. progress. What that progress is, we'll find out. And that's the exciting part. doesn't matter. I don't attach a goal to it. I don't go, and by the end of this motivational challenge, you should have lost two pounds and, and you should have increased your quadricep size by one inch. I don't care about that. Who cares? Because I want you to make progress. And for you, that could be having exercise for 30 days in a row. And that's incredible. Absolutely. Doing, doing something every day, even if it's little, just, just moving. I mean, I try and go for a walk every lunchtime if I can. Because um, my husband works at home, although he's been going into the office a bit more. Mm. Um, we've tried to go out and do a bit more of a, a walk at lunchtime. Just getting out, just getting me away from my desk is a good thing. Yeah. So absolutely. it's been nice, you know. Absolutely. And yes, uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't here yesterday. Oh, I did my workout yesterday. So um, I did that. And I, as I said to you, I nearly didn't do it. I thought, no, come on, just stop it. Just do it. Just do yep. it. Stop. Did you Making excuses. It? Did you regret it? No, after? I loved it. There no, 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 I didn't regret it. I never regret it. I only regretted it the first time I did it because I couldn't walk for two days. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it was and, so bloody painful. <laughs> and you know, you know, last night I, I spoke about the two minute, the two minute rule. Like I, I spoke about never miss twice and the two twice. minute rule. You can do it for two minutes and walk away. I designed a whole program uh, in 2019 called the 10 minute fitness solution. And it was, you can do 10 minutes a day every single day and, and that's what Liz, that's how Liz first found me. Um, oh, okay. And, and that's how she, she kind of conquered her battle with her weight and stuff. And she lost two stone and she lit 10 minutes every day. Really? Oh, wow. She's All so right? slim. Yeah. yeah. And, and she did 10 minutes every day, job done. So, you know, what you're yeah. saying is, is it enough? <laughs> I, 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 I've, got, I've got evidence of great results of 10 minutes. And she's not the only one. You know, there's about mm. 10 people who did it and all got great results. And... Yeah. It just goes to show like, you know, yeah, you need to work out three times a week. Really? You need to work out with what's going to make you consistent and what's going to work yeah. best and fit into your life. And if that's 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day can be, because really, if you do 10 minutes a day, you've done 70, 70 minutes a week. And that's yeah. more than getting to the gym once a week. Um, yeah, absolutely. And how many people? I think I can. Go on. Yeah, I mean, I get a bit stubborn when it comes to, if it's an exercise I don't like, I think, oh, well, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. And I think that's what happened that, those squats. I thought, no, I'm not doing Why should I do an eight? Well, it doesn't make me happy. I don't want to do it. It's really going to hurt. And mm. I just sort of dug my heels in, but I beat myself up all day thinking, oh, God, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And I shouldn't have done. I should have listened to what you said and do what I feel comfortable with because at least I'd done something. But doing nothing, I now regret that. So not only did I all day worry about it, since then I've regretted not doing it because I could have done something and I just, and, that perfection thing, I get it's stupid. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not stupid so, at all. It's perfectly understandable. And so many people struggle with it. And I know full well, there'll be so many people listening to this going, that's me. That's me. I do the exact same thing. <laughs> and, and really? I'd be interested to know. <laughs> and that's a really important <laughs> message to put out there. And you're right. Like, yeah. Eight second squats suck. They suck. Oh. Right. And eight second pull squat sucks. And, I put them in there for a very particular reason. Yeah. For a huge challenge. Um, I thought you I put, were nice. <laughs> <laughs> I put them in there for a huge challenge for people. I put them in there for huge achievement and I put them in there to 
to get people really thinking about what you need. And the reason we do a pull squat is because the amount of energy it takes to push out of a pull squat and the way it, it makes you learn to dig into your heels and push through the floor mm. aids you as you go forward. Um, right. Okay. But again, do what you enjoy. If you're not enjoying it, you're not going to stay adherent to it. So if you'd have come yeah. back to me and gone, I just couldn't do eight seconds. I did three seconds. I'd be like, perfect. Well done. Yeah. yeah? You're right. And like the most important thing, the most without a shadow of a doubt, even more important than calorie deficit. Okay. <laughs> like this is the, in terms if calorie deficit is like the king of fat loss and the king of diet and the king of excess, oh, sorry, the king of losing weight. Okay. The king of an exercise regime, the most important thing when it comes to a training program and a fitness program and everything else without a shadow of a doubt is the word enjoyment. Yeah. Because enjoyment leads to adherence. Adherence leads to consistency. Consistency leads to results. And without enjoyment at the top of your fitness compared to the calorie deficit at the top of your nutrition, neither is going to get you the result you want. Yeah, it's just not going not gonna to work, is it? It's not going it's to sustainable. It's unsustainable and not going to make me happy. Exactly. So and, I'm and- going to be happy. <laughs> i'm gonna be happy to enjoy it choose, choose <laughs> happiness choose it choose happiness. choose happiness and then and then like be the whipping make your workouts make your training make your nutrition the whipping boy of what you want of what's going to make you happy yeah yeah and there's an element of nourishing yourself i.e if i need a bag of crisps i need a bag if i want a glass of wine i'm gonna have a glass of wine understanding there's an element of nourishment to that mentally emotionally physically mm-hmm. And also understanding that also what makes you very happy is making sure that your behaviors align to your long-term goals. And if you can balance those two things, you're going you're gonna to soar like an eagle over the Grand yeah. Canyon. And that's, um, thought. <laughs> and that's truly how you empower someone to change their life. You know? And once they can get that into their brain, the world is limitless. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Is you there, are. I know you are. Is there, <laughs> thank you. Is there anything else I can help you with today? No, I think, I think that's it for now. I think I've got enough to be getting on with. Good. So I'm going to club a, club a size in a minute. Excellent. Well, I hope you enjoy it. Is that like, See, is that, that makes glow me sticks happy. dancing? This is glow sticks, but it really Perfect. makes me happy because Good. it is sweaty and it's lovely and it's great. I love it. I've, got I've been doing it at home, but it's his first day back at, at the um, school. So it's... Uh, Perfect. I've got another client yeah. who like, she, there's something out there that's like, you just dance on your own in front of your telly with someone on YouTube <laughs> right. or something like that on an app or something. She says it makes us so happy. And I was like, do you put your handbag down before you do it? And she's like, yeah, I do. I was like, great. And she's like, she, I, who cares if it's optimal? It makes her happy. Choose That's right. to do this, it. This does. It's just, it's just good fun. And it makes exactly. me move. And it, as I say, it makes you sweat and it makes me... Heart rate go up and it closes the rings on my Apple Watch. There you go. It's a good thing. There we go. Good, good. Well, Deborah, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on today and having this chat with me. As you know, if there's anything you've only got to ask, um, I'm really impressed with you so far and everything you've done and everything you've balanced and, you know, reading everything was fantastic. And I I really am very proud to have you in the fitness collective. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And it's, it's an absolute joy to see how far you're coming in such a short space of time. And I can't wait to see how your journey changes, grows, develops, comes to a halt and everything in between. Um, And 
yeah, I can't wait to develop our relationship more and, and see, see what the future holds. It's going to be phenomenal. Lovely. Thank you. And thank you for the time, uh, my, your time as well. My if pleasure. Help. It's my job. Just enth- I, I think being enthusiastic and, and um, just really down to earth rather yeah. than you've got to read this, you've got to read that, you've got to do this. Oh, it's just great. It's don't just, get me started. It's a more <laughs> relaxed attitude. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Another hour. <laughs> but being relaxed, being relaxed is important because it means that we can live yeah. with freedom. Yeah. And, and yeah. living with freedom is is a massive driving yes. force behind all of this as well. All right. Yeah. Superstar. Lovely. Well done. You enjoy clover size. Enjoy Thank your you. dinner and oh, enjoy the squats. Don't forget Where to sticks. do them. And, uh, squats, eight seconds. They're not my friend. <laughs> and, but like I say, make, make it your whipping boy. So if it's too much, yeah. do what you enjoy. If you want to split them in half, do eight seconds, four seconds. That's fine. Whatever. I don't care. Just walk away with your head held high. You'll do. Perfect. I'll All catch right. you on the other side. Nice All to right. talk to you. Likewise. See ya. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed that episode of The Fitness Solution. And I really hope that you felt like you could relate to Debbie as much as I could. And I hope you enjoyed spending time with her as much as I did as well. What I think is great about Deborah's story and what she's been through and what she's going through and how she's turning it around and everything else is it's really important for you as the listener to understand that you're not alone. You're not the only person who's gone through this. Everyone does all of the time. There's so many people out there struggling in the same manner that Deborah was struggling in. And that's reassuring. It's nice to know that it's not you, that you're not broken. You're not the one that's busted. You're not the only person that can't figure it out. There's so many people out there that need support and need podcasts like this and need to hear stories from real people who are really struggling at times and are having to learn all the things that is involved with a calorie deficit and learning how to lose weight so if you take anything from this episode i really hope it is that i really hope it is that if you're struggling right now then that's okay you're not the only person struggling and don't ever think that you're the only one failing in this world because you're not There's lots of people that are, and there's an awful lot of people who need more support and are in the exact same boat as you. And that's a comfort. Yeah. We often look at the world and think, I'm the only one who's not doing this. I'm the only one who's not able to do this. I'm not, I'm the only one who looks like this and it's not true. So just remember that as you go forth this week into your merry, merry life. As mentioned before, if you want to find out about online coaching from me adam berry the gym starter to learn and to learn how to start and succeed on your fitness journey then all you got to do is head over to my website it's www.thegymstarter.com and i have also of course i have i've also linked that in the uh, show notes uh, for this podcast right thanks for being here thanks for listening and i'll see you again next week and i've got a very very special episode lined up for you next week We have fitness royalty coming on to The Fitness Solution. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out. Peace, love, and protein. High fives and positive vibes. Ciao.